fast Running lights, can't concentrate you by my side I can't wait, we won't make it to the house tonight Especially with you right here, right here Gripping your thighs when I drive So close that I can feel you now You kissing all over me Fuck around and make me crash out, I crash out
tempo Ripple me with tension just a little Put my mental in a pickle Your vibe creates a riddle in my mind Trying to decide how did I find a mystery guy Can't describe how My body's rocking, fingers locking, nah, nah Your eyes can we on chill like Sunday topping, nah, nah I like that, I write back Read my body language, should recite that Now we spin like circles, but shining like diamonds Slow motion, we grinding, we hurt them so violently Killing them silently Your hands caress me in ways that don't undress me Impeccably impressing, and your moves is no contesting, girl Subliminals, I pre-supplanted for this Make a minimal, the paradigm we setting Ain't no typical, cynical one Just to go digital, we're liberal, imperial You wanna cuff, I'll be your criminal You dig it? I'm addicted to your vibe And I'm gonna get to know you tonight Baby, come closer No rules, girl, take your time Put your high heels on, let's slide I won't know, yeah
Good morning to all you grinders. Want to give a special thank you to our sponsors, Lyman Yuma Dop and Hot Box. As you can see, we are in our Christmas pajamas. We're in the Christmas spirit. We're again in the red room. We're going to be here all week leading up to Christmas Day. Um, you know, we are excited about the holidays. Shay K has got us all in the Christmas spirit yes. because I wasn't too, too much. I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm not as Christmassy as you, I guess. But yeah. now you got me all in the in the yeah, groove of things, you know. Having stuff and we didn't really do it. Things changed for COVID. So it's right. like, at least let's bring it here yeah. where we come in every morning. Right. And Make it fun. Yeah. Yes. So we get have the, on get the nice Christmas mood going. Yes, so yes. she's got her Christmas hat on. Yes. Blinged out. <laughs> and we got our Christmas PJs on. Yes. Um, we got a great show for you today. We have a special guest in the building. Yes. Um, got lots of things going on for herself and she's going to dive into her life and what she's got going on. Uh, we're going to get into that in a little bit but talk um, about it Tuesday yes it is talk about it Tuesday we're gonna talk about some things yes. get to the nitty-gritty <laughs> uh, you know but before we get into all of that we'll definitely give you guys the weather and the traffic for the day um, currently it's 35 degrees it's not too bad outside uh, we're not seeing any rain or snow I don't see any ice out there the roads are looking pretty good as far as um, you know not being wet they're pretty dry so uh, but continue to be safe on the roads take your time I'm not seeing any traffic incidents right now either but there is still that construction going on all over um i-75 um at where you want to get onto the anthony wayne trail on i-75 you cannot get um onto the um anthony wayne trail from 75 north or south anymore so you have to take a detour mm. so um just make sure you give yourself extra time if you take those routes um to get to where you're going so that you don't have to rush and you don't have to ride anybody's bumper yes, be safe. <laughs> yes definitely be safe on the road um and try to keep the distractive this distracted driving to a minimum <laughs> but that's your weather and traffic for the day i hope you guys are being safe out there and having great productive days on your way to work school well no i think everybody's kind of like out of school yeah, Christmas break. You know, even if you're in school right Christmas now. Christmas shopping. Yeah, yeah about you're on say a break. Last Everybody's out Christmas, Christmas shopping, shopping, so definitely yeah. be safe, you know, while you're out Christmas shopping, because that Christmas traffic can get crazy. Especially right here in Monroe. Yeah, it gets real, real crazy. Out of here, yeah, crazy. Trying to get over here has been kind of crazy lately. But, um, you know, with no further ado, we definitely want to introduce our guest because yes. she is definitely a queen. We love having our queens come in and talk about what they got going on. So we got our girl Jasmine in the yes. building. Hey, yes. yes. Author, entrepreneur, yes. Yes. queen. Wifey, mother. Wifey, mother. Yes. All of that. All, all, of, that. Uh, all of the above. <laughs> um, thank you so much for coming in and joining us and sitting down with us today. We appreciate you. Yes. We appreciate you uh, matching us. You know, yeah. you got on your red and yes. green. So, yes, you're you're here with the holiday spirit. <laughs> OK. And uh, of course, that's Shay K's. Uh, we got our we got our yes. mascot here today. <laughs> he says somebody knocking at the door. So, so, you, so you'll see him popping in. He's our little assistant for the day. Yes, He's going to be popping helper. in, letting us know what's going on. <laughs> Shout yes. out to the babies. Yeah. <laughs> so you got babies. You're a mama. Yes, we have three all together. Awesome. Well, for, okay, so first of all, yes. What's the king's name? What's your husband's name? 
Chris. Chris. Okay. So Chris Pope. So you guys have been married how long? We have been married for three. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. And you got three children, you said? Yes. Three awesome. girls. Three girls. Aww. Okay. How old are they? Uh, 10, 9, and the 4 nature. Aww. <laughs> the 4 nature. Yeah, yeah, I know all about that. <laughs> 4 nature. That's the one. Absolutely, absolutely. And we got so, our boy Duan just popped in. Duan just morning. popped in the building. Yes, you see good him? Morning. <laughs> good morning, good morning. Okay, He's I see not in his fresh Christmas cut. wear, but it's okay. okay I see he got a fresh lining. Duan came fast. in with a fresh lining. I ain't mad at that. No Christmas attire, but it's okay. Duan, who's your barber? Okay, Mike. We Shout see out to you. Mike. Shout out got to that, Mike. Got that Christmas okay, cut. Okay, Mike Rashad. <laughs> Gonna kill him in the front room. <laughs> oh, okay, so back to our girl Jasmine. Yes. So, um, you know, we want you to, we usually keep like three different parts to our interviews, you know, so obviously we're going to have our introduction. We want you to tell everybody, you know, where you come from, yeah. or where you're from, yes. what side of town. Are you from Toledo, first I of all? Are not. you? Okay, okay, so yeah, tell everybody where you come from. Okay. All right, so... Um, once again, Jasmine Pope. I am originally from Sandusky, Ohio. Okay. Maybe y'all probably call it Cedar Point. Yes, absolutely. That's <laughs> that is, Cedar Point. That you're, you're, you live at Cedar Point. I'm right. Cedar Point. Yes, I do. Um, yeah, born and raised there. Um, came to Toledo in 2007 when I started attending the University of Toledo. Went okay. there twice. Got my bachelor's in psychology with a minor in criminal justice. Went back right after. Got my master's in criminal justice with a certificate in juvenile justice. Um, being that Cedar Point is the biggest thing in Sandusky, right, there right. really wasn't much, um, many opportunities there that at the time, um, factory work was really, really big. I've watched my father and grandparents and everybody yeah. do all of that work for so long. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Mm-mm, not, not going me. back for that, not going back for that. <laughs> right. So I stayed and I've made a life here, um, started working community mental health, went back to school again, got my master's in social work, um, 2017. I started my business, Blessings in Disguise, Counseling and Coaching, where I provide individual couples, family counseling, um, life coaching services. And just from there, life took off um, from, you know, having the business was just expanded this year. So now I'm a group practice. So I'm hiring people to come in and um, provide therapy services as well, particularly um, African-Americans, because it's very needed in this area. from uh, what I have, I have so much going on. The the clothing side, I released my book in 2020. Um, I'm a host of a conference. So oh. just doing all different types of stuff. I love yes. it. Okay, so yes. let, we don't want to speed through everything. Right, so right. let's talk about this book. Okay, let's get into the book for a second. Do you have a copy of the book? I yes. do. I have copies for y'all. Yes. yes. So this is the book. In the middle, learning how to navigate I the process it. of purpose. Yes. This is who? This book. I always say in the originally, like, this book should have been out, but I truly believe everything happens in God's yes, time, yes, right? Absolutely. Um, and so when quarantine happened, God was just like, get it's time. Yeah. It's yep, time. Get to yeah. it, right? So um, sat down, was very intentional. Um, it was hard. There's some very, very personal things in this book, but I believe that it's a part of my purpose to help other people find their purpose and being vulnerable with the things that I've been through because we're all going through something, yes, right? Absolutely. And so if I can inspire motivate encourage and show people that no matter what you've gone through even when you feel like you're going through hell like you can still get to your purpose and so that is what this is all about it's just finding your purpose through all the tests and trials and everything that you've been through 
Awesome. How long did it take that. you to write the book? Yeah. So it's it was truly like a three year process. Wow. Um, I thought I went to a conference in 2017. I don't know if you guys know Heather Lindsay. Okay. Yes, I love her. I went to oh. her conference in 2017. How was that? It's so amazing. Where so was amazing. it at? Atlanta. Okay. Atlanta. So I feel like like that was like the springboard of when my life really began. Yeah. <clears throat> So went to the conference. Is that what like so that motivated you, right? Yes. Like, so I met um, Carolyn Roberts there. She has a book called The Right Guide, and so in it she talks about writing your book in ninety days. <clears throat> um, so I thought, you know, I'm gonna get this book done in ninety days, and that's what's gonna happen. And nope, didn't happen. But <laughs> I stuck with it every so often. You know, I would write a little bit, but like I said, this year God was just really like, it's time. It's time. And so I knocked it out. Sent it to the editor, got that done and published, and here we are. So, yes. what is that? Congratulations, first yes. of all. Yes, that's Thank amazing. Um, what is that process like? You know, um, from writing the book, you know, having it. Would you say the first step was sending it to an editor? Yep. So, I, so what's the process like, and how long does that process take once you have your book finished? So, everybody's process is a little different, uh-huh. right? Like I said, it. I started my book in 2017 scrap some ideas, different things of that nature. But I think the biggest thing I will tell anyone is just start writing. Like, mm-hmm. just write. Don't go back and critique it. Try to edit it yourself. Just get everything out on paper yeah. or, you know, in uh, Apple Word, whatever you're yeah. using. Get it out. Then you can go back and make the the switches and the changes, right? Um, in that whole process, start developing your marketing. Um, that's the biggest thing, really. You know, yeah. you want to get a buzz going on about your book and getting people to start wondering about it mm-hmm. and saving those coins so they can go ahead and get it. Mm. Um, make sure you find an awesome editor. Um, that's really a big part of the process. Was it hard trying to find an editor? No, I um, actually use somebody local. Okay. Um, I don't think she's here right now, but um, Michonne Graham. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know her. Awesome. Yeah. Did, yeah. Shout out to Michonne yes, Graham. Yes, I love her. Yes, so she edited my book. She was amazing. Um, she was very timely, so it helped keep me on time as well. Okay. Like, we had great communication. Um, so once the editing was done, I did uh, start went ahead and started the pre-orders and went ahead and got the publishing process started and made a sister. Wow. Yes. So where can they purchase your book at? So you can go on Amazon. Okay. Um, just type in my name, Jasmine Lynn Pope. It comes up. Or you can go to my website, www.blessingsindisguise.com. Awesome. Yes. So you talked about um, also a conference. So now after attending Heather Lindsay's conference, you now are um were inspired to start your own is that what you're doing or yeah so or? yes 2020 changed everything um so the first conference was held on march 23rd of 2019 which is my mom's birthday it oh, happened wow. to be her 50th birthday um she passed away from breast cancer oh. so that was my part of my way of honoring yeah, her okay. and everything That's so beautiful. it was supposed to be the same type like weekend of her birthday this year but that was when COVID, COVID hit, hit and they changed all of the regulations. You right. can only have 10 people. And I was like, I've got more than 10 people. Like, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Gonna, you know, I can't and, limit to 10 people. Yeah. yeah. Where did you have your first one at? Where did you host it at? It, so both of them were going to be at the park in, which is, oh, that's a whole nother story. Because okay. they closed oh. and didn't oh. tell me. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I'm like processing, okay, like when is going to be the next date? You okay. know, to reschedule. Yes. And got on Facebook and saw that it was closed. Oh, so, my. Yeah. That's so crazy. We ended up doing it virtual this year, but it was so amazing. I brought in my my big sis from Cincinnati, Ohio, Morgan A. Owens, um, of the Morgan A. Owens brands. Okay. Um, awesome woman. So she came in. She did a Friday night business session with the ladies on Zoom. 
talked all things um, business, entrepreneurship, getting your branding and marketing together. And then Saturday, I had almost 10 speakers and we all did videos that were released to all of the attendees. So it was amazing. And we're in the planning process for 2021. That's awesome. I love that. Yes. What's the process with that like with trying to put together a conference especially during times like this with all these restrictions and with COVID um, what's that process like and how was that challenging for you it's challenging in this time because everything is virtual right, right. Yeah. so people are sick of the same ordinary zoom meetings yeah mm-hmm. well, I think everybody's about tired of zoom right yeah. That's what yeah. I said, so it's creative. just trying to find a way to make it Sparkle, creative like creative yeah. get them and keep get and keep them engaged yeah, yeah. Them something different so like i said i wanted to make sure like i brought her in um she's not from here she was here for my first conference as well and there were a lot of people like dang i wish i had seen her like i wish i had gotten a chance i was like let me bring her back yeah let's do it that way um and so that was really really helpful um and then like i said bringing in a multitude of speakers one of the things that i believe in is making sure you get your money's worth right yeah. mm-hmm. and so like i said i had 10 speakers who all took part on the Saturday portion of it. So you, my conference was only I think at the most 50 or $55. So you got Friday night. Um, if you bought that, you got the whole Saturday experience. Um, if you were VIP, you got a copy of my book and the journal. So, you know, just making sure that people really got what they needed to get out of it, especially with having to ship at the last minute and kind of make it virtual. Yes, that is amazing. I came across you on Instagram. I have a good friend, Brianna Peters. I was watching her story, and that's when you had put up the seven-day challenge. And I was like, oh, let me try this. So I had never heard of you before until I had seen that. I did some research, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. We got up every morning at 7 o'clock, and even if I was sleepy, I would just put it on. You look like you were sleepy, too, so I'm like, good, we on the same time. But you got the message out. I was able to um, write down my goals and stuff that you had. It was Believing in bigger. Um, so I was able to do that and I really enjoyed that getting up seven o'clock in the morning, seven days straight. You gave us a message, a word, and a scripture, and you ended it out with prayer. And it did help me um believe in myself a little bit more. And I was like, Oh my God, I hope she does this again. So I was really touched by that. Yeah. So I feel like that is a big major deal, you know, for somebody to not even know who you are and just come across you on Instagram and to see that. And I was just so happy. So I'm like, let me follow this girl. You know, you are black woman. You are young. I did see a little bit about you being from, you know, from Sandusky and how people were kind of um, shaming you for having a child young. Mm-hmm. And were saying that you really weren't going to be much. And I was like, look at you. You just prospered. Wow. You just bloomed. And I was so inspired, so motiva- motivated by that. And I just wanted to let you know, you know, I'm thankful for that, that you're doing that. Make sure you keep doing that. No matter if it may seem like it was four or five people that just maybe started it's going to get bigger. And for me to come across that, I'm so excited again to have a black woman to be able to start something like that. And I hope you continue. I'm following. I see you tag me that you're going to do another one, the first through the seventh. Yes. So I'm definitely excited about that to bring in a new year and just believing in myself and writing down my goals and dreams. I really been getting into the manifestation and affirmation since COVID hit, you know, now was the time for you. Like you said, God told you it's time for you to write this book. It's time to stop playing. Mm-hmm. When we didn't have anything else to do but sit there and think of our own thoughts, that was the time that you were supposed to take to be like, okay, let me believe in myself. Let me get this going. Because you got to think, we got me. I'm 31. I got 31 years of past trauma that can really mm-hmm. hold you back, have you doubting yourself, and have you feeling like you're not enough because you hear more of that than you hear. No, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah. And us as human beings, 
we focus and channel on hearing more of the negative. Yeah. We feel like we got 10 people telling us negative Absolutely. and maybe two people telling us positive. So you'd be like, no, nah, I'm going to go with what the more people talking yeah. about opposed mm-hmm. to being like, you got to look at where they're at, what they want to do and where they want to go. And nine times out of 10, the people that are giving you that negative feedback are not even where they want to be in life. Mm-hmm. So to be able to find someone, that's why we always talk about family, just because your family doesn't make you blood. You find people that's on the same path as you, same mindset as you that's what we need to align with especially Absolutely. as black women at this time right now so i just want to tell you here in front of everybody i really appreciate what you're doing i can't wait to learn more about your services even for you to be a counselor i'm like oh my god i've been looking for just a family counselor myself and I i'm know. like i'm so I... happy that you are doing those type of resources because i don't know anybody like that so i don't I'm know so anybody in yeah. our like and i'm not saying they're not out there right I just i don't personally know Correct. anyone especially our in our age group, Mm -hmm. who's a licensed therapist. Like when she told me what you did and like, you know, was telling me about you, I was like, oh my God, I was so impressed and I'm, and I'm still impressed. And I mean, I'm just glad that we were able to, um, you know, get you in here because that's, uh, it's mental health is such, um, a thing in our community, Mm -hmm. but it's been such a thing that's been hidden or, you know, ostracized or whatever mm-hmm. you know it's been um you know if you want to come out and talk about your depression or your bipolar issues or your family issues that you know you're made fun of you yeah. know people want to take it in and make it a joke and so now people are well not even now you know so so since the beginning of time our people have felt the need to just stuff it all down yeah. you know and we're carrying around all this garbage on the inside of us you know what i mean right. and then wondering why we're so miserable yeah you know so um I definitely uh, was like um, happy to hear that, you know, you're a young black woman doing such great and powerful yes. things. I was like, wow, that's amazing. Yes. And um, so, yeah, I might have to take up on your right. services. <laughs> girl, I need some, I, I'm actually I'm in therapy. I've been in therapy since, you know, the beginning, I would say the beginning of the year or may. And no, actually, I think it started at the end of last year. Okay. But um, I was I've shared before, like with my therapist, um, you know, I felt like it was a good fit and I felt like I, uh, you know, got was getting something out of it. But then um, she kind of like made me feel like unwelcome because then she felt like, oh, well, you seem like you're good now. Like, you know, I don't basically like I don't think you really need me anymore and it just seemed she didn't seem very invested or interested in you know me as a client and so for me it's like you know um but it did still help you know not to say that I don't want to deter anybody though because even with that situation like that just made me feel like now I just do want to find someone who is going to be a good Mm -hmm. fit because having that outlet and going and speaking to someone who is not um, a friend, uh, a family member, isn't a friend, isn't biased to any situation. They're just there to really listen and give me a professional, you know, perspective of what my brain is going through, what my emotions are going through, because that's the thing about it. You know, um, somebody had mentioned when I spoke about therapy before they commented and said, you know, why would I go and take advice from someone who's never been through anything that I've been through before? And for me, it's like, it's not about like taking advice from someone who hasn't been through anything I've been through. First of all, I don't know what they've been through. You know what I mean? That's first and foremost. You don't know what this person has been through. But second of all, even if they haven't been through exactly what you've been through, 
licensed therapists know things about the brain and you know like yeah. I said the neurological system that the everyday average person just doesn't know you yeah. know what I'm saying so there's things that um, they can share with us in therapy and there's perspectives that they can give us mm -hmm. based off those types of things that we don't know anything about you know and it really is astounding once you find out and you think about it mm -hmm. and then you find out different information and you're like wow that yeah. really makes sense yeah. now it all makes sense yes. you know yes. so I definitely think that therapy is something that, you know, definitely needs to be um, more ingrained into the mm -hmm. African-American community. community, the black sure. and brown community. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm also Latin, you know, uh, in the Me it's the same in the in the Mexican community. You know, what I mean, I don't I didn't grow up hearing my mom's side of the family talk about therapy and, you know, right. talking about our problems. You know, it's it's the same thing. And, and, and those, you know, in pretty much every community, like, you know, things kind of just get swept under the rug. Right. Nobody talks about anything. You know, um, we grew up in a generation where no one likes to talk about it but there was a lot of molestation going on mm -hmm. within families and you know like a, it's just a lot of stuff that's living within us you they know just sweep and, it up under and, the rug yeah and yeah. people are just growing up with this stuff on the inside of them knowing you know knowing and going through what they're going through and it's um Tragic. It has, yeah, it has yeah. tragic and negative effects, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, one of the things that you said, which I love to hear, is that you actually called it trauma. Mm -hmm. In our community, and like you said, in the black and brown community, we don't identify trauma as what it is, yeah. right? So for, so for those of us who grew up in neighborhoods that were really rough and you saw shootings and <clears throat> excuse me, murders and all of those different things. We just say, oh, that's a part of where we yeah. come from. Yeah, yeah they just thought, normal. Yes, yeah. normal. And that's not for, normal yeah, at all. Talked about molestation, you know. They like said we don't talk about it. We just, you know, well, they just had a little issue, yeah. or whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. When we, as a community, really begin to identify, when we begin to identify that we are really dealing with trauma, mm -hmm. right? That's where the healing begins. We have yeah. to be able to identify what it is that we're going through, yes, right, or what we've been through, so that we can really take the steps of being able to receive what that therapist is saying. One of the things that I pride myself on is you know we have this code of ethics and all of that type of stuff right and so it talks about self-disclosure and that we should keep it to a minimum i'm one of those therapists who wants you to feel like you can relate Connect, to me right yeah. yeah because the biggest part of any any therapy session or any you know is the relationship yeah if you have a good relationship with your therapist that doesn't mean that you you know that's your home girl you talk to her every day outside but if i can really trust you if i can really connect with you mm -hmm. i can do better right yeah. yes once again my life being the example of I've been through stuff just like you. And if I can make it, you can make it too. Yes. That gives people hope. Yes. When therapists are closed off or just, you know, you just here because I need this money, mm -hmm. you know, that's not going to help. Right. Yeah. And so I, I pride myself on being an open book with limitations, obviously, but being able to show that I've had traumatic experiences myself. I've dealt with depression and anxiety. I've had suicidal thoughts. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I've, 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 I've attempted, yeah. but to God bleed glory, it didn't work. Amen. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so I'm here to still tell the story that you can overcome. So I just think it all goes back to, like you said, being able to say, you know what? I have, I've been through something. Yes. I, I, I'm naming what it is so that I can get healed from right. it. And once yeah. I begin to do that, Guys, limit. Yes. yes, and I think that was probably one of my problems. I've tried therapy a couple times mm -hmm. too, and it's just like you don't have no connection, and they just stare blank there. And then, like you said, they'd be like, "Well, you sound like you're healed." Well, I'm trying to heal twenty years of trauma. <laughs> yeah, How am I healed the, in four yeah, months? I got man? a lot that's, of healing to do. That is not <laughs> enough. But I understand. Maybe I just don't fit your category. And then that's you as a person. You have to understand that you that you have that you need the help. Yes, 
and don't get discouraged because that one didn't work out. Yep. Try somebody else. But again, it's helpful to have somebody in our community because everybody that I went to is not a part of our community. So for them, it's just like, mm. and like you said, we don't know what they've been through, but we would never know that if they're not giving us some type of something to connect. Like you said, you don't have to tell us everything, but it helps if you can be like, yeah, I went through that too. Or I've been, mostly everybody I went through had a two parent household. They had so we ain't relating right there because I grew up with my dad and I didn't have a mother. So you probably not going to feel what it's like to not have your mother around. You do have to have somebody that kind of relates to you. And that's even with our everyday type of relationships mm -hmm. when you're around certain yeah. people. You see how they say birds of a feather flock together. Not necessarily I might not act out like that person, but we share some traumas together. Mm -hmm. And then that's for you when you become mature and you grow up as an adult. Like, yeah, maybe we did connect from this type of way even with relationships with men and women we connect with people that's broken i always found myself trying yep. to be with some a man that mm -hmm. was broken because i want to heal them and i felt like that was going to help me stop from right, my problems right. if i'm helping them do that right. then they up and leave and now i'm empty because i didn't try to pour so much into them and now i didn't think about myself and my yep. healing as well so that is very big in the community it's um, very big and, sure. and like you said um I'm glad that you shared that too, because there are so many of us women that do that. You yeah. know, we are just naturally by design, we're nurturers, you know, and we just want to love yeah, and we want to pour yeah, into, yes, you know, yes. and um, so when that isn't received, but like she said, I mean, we, we, we give it to people who we kind of know it's not going to be received from, mm -hmm. for whatever reason, we feel like we can fix yes. something, but it's like, you're not even fixed. Making like <laughs> you gotta, you gotta Making fix, you know, you, and it's taken me a long time to realize that, you know, just, just like her, you know, I have to fix myself. I need to be whole within me. You know, I need to fix that brokenness within myself. Mm -hmm. and then, you know, the right person will come along you know and it'll happen when it's naturally supposed to happen right. you know so yeah but i didn't want to have to be waiting till i'm 50 and 60 to get <laughs> right. it right you know because so many people will always be like oh that's just her she's just stuck in her way she's just like that no that's no. not cool you should always want to motivate and always self-involve and make self-improvements like that's not yeah. cool to be like that and i don't want to be one of those ones to get so bitter and just be stuck in my ways like and i'm the, i'm one of the ones like i'm okay um if it takes me to like get 50 like because I'm still learning and living my life. So like I would rather like having went this part of my life trying to figure it out without ruining someone else. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Because had I gotten married at 22, had I gotten married even at 32, I don't know how things may have panned out. I may not have been. I probably I know I wasn't ready then. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I would rather be ready. I would rather continue to work on myself and be the, you know, ultimate person, the best version of myself. And then it happened at 40 and 50 and I live my, my best years out with mm -hmm. that person. Mm -hmm. Then to you see these people who got married at 18, 19, they spent the first 20 years together and now they don't even really know each other. They're like going, they're all the way, you know, going in two different directions. Right. And now, you know, they're, they're, you know, you see all these marriages ending after 20 years, 30 years and yeah. stuff like that. And not that that's even necessarily a bad thing, because if two people decide like, you know, hey, we've just outgrown each other. Yeah. We've just outgrown each and other, you know, fine. but yeah. I would rather have gone. I, I would rather have done it this way. And like mm. I've lived my life. I've had a lot of fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've, yeah. I've experienced relationships. I've experienced single life and being wild and having fun. I've, I really haven't missed a beat on anything. I've lived my life. You know what I mean? And I'm continuing to live my life. And then when the right person comes, you know, we'll continue to go on and live our life together. But, you know, yeah. I, that's how I feel about yeah. it. And but I didn't just mention just the relationship wide, just period. You yeah. know how you got that auntie that's just bitter and angry. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Like people yeah. that just let the anger just go yeah. over them is what and I mean. You know, th 
therapy is a process, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We didn't get to this place by just having one thing happen. Right. We've been through life. We've been through our own process. So therapy is a process of breaking all of those habits and negative thinking and all mm -hmm. of that type of stuff. And you just have to be open to, like you said, the, the journey that comes along with it. You know what I mean? And even as you talked about couples, you know, one of the things that I love is seeing couples who are like, you know, we have some little things. It's not detrimental to us right now, but we want to come in and we want to learn new skills. We yeah. want to talk about these things. Being right? proactive. And the sooner you do it, <laughs> yeah. the better. So, you know, for those people who feel like, you know, well, we went through marital counseling and that's it. And, you know, no, because we're always growing and evolving. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. you said, you know, who I was at 20 is not who I am at yeah, 30. Exactly. Not who I will be at 40. At 40. You know what I mean? yeah. So we have to constantly be learning each other yes. and learning mm -hmm. ourselves. And, you know, and be willing to put in the work. Absolutely. Yes. And marriages are composed of two whole people, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So maybe there's something that happened. You know, we go through midlife crises and health issues and all of those different things where we just need to come and you know figure those things out and yeah. so therapy is that place where you can do that absolutely yes. i love yes. it yes well thank you guys to um for tuning in we see you guys on the live we appreciate all the viewers yes. and the listeners good um, morning grinders. good morning to all of you uh let's see who we got on here let's do some shout outs um Mama Riley, good morning. Good morning. Glenn Thomas, good morning. Financially lit, always in the building. Hey, y'all. Charles, good morning. Breezy. Chantel, Breezy. Chris Pope, Chantel Carter, my boy B. Easy yes. is on the live. RC. Cynthia, RC, Mike Wells, TJ Johnson, BJ, my boy Beach, Diamond. Who else? Who else, Shay? Who's on there? Luis. Yes. Damo. Yes. DJ Trav. Fanel Williams. On the ones and twos. <laughs> Patricia. Danita McWilliams. Hope. Armand. What's up, Armand? That's my boy. Jaquel. Uh, who else we got on here? Sean C. Bobby. Brittany. Mine's got on It's late. a lot of y'all. So shout out to everybody yes. on the live. We see yes. you guys tuned in. We truly appreciate the love and support. Yes. And while we're giving introductions and shout outs, you know, we had our boy Gutta Dave step in while we was in the middle of a little bit of a deep conversation. But we definitely have to, you know, do, give this introduction because this is my, huh? He oh. said, what up? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Jesse said something. Because this is my boy. This is family. I always love to see sure, him in the sure. building. And um, you carved out some time this morning to come in and sit down with us. So good morning to good you. Morning. Thank you for stopping in. Yes. Um, you know, I know that you... Uh, you do so much in this community um, as it relates to the youth, especially. Yes. Um, but you dive into, you know, some things concerning mental health and stuff like that mm -hmm. as well. So, you know, uh, what are your thoughts on what we're talking about as we sit here and talk about, you know, therapy? And um, uh, what do you think about when you look at this young African-American woman sitting next to you, a licensed therapist, you know, building her own, um, you know, doing her thing. counseling brand and, and everything like that. Like, what are your thoughts on all, everything that we've been talking about? Um, and I had a lot of thoughts for her, for real. Um, it's amazing that she doing therapy. We need more people in the black community doing therapy, but, um, I do restorative justice, which is like, like healing circles and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, a lot of the trauma y'all speaking of with women dealing with, um, molestation and stuff like that. I feel like strongly um that conversation needs to be opened up on a grand scale yeah it's a lot of people operating um off of a mind field of trauma you know what yeah. I mean? like mm -hmm. myself excuse me myself 
I, I'm I'm learning myself at this age. I'm 36. Yeah. And I'm learning a lot about my childhood trauma. You know what I'm saying? Right. The, the, how it affect me. And so a lot. Uh, example is a lot of people deal with abandonment issues, and and they feel like abandonment issues makes them um push people. I mean, they don't they don't realize that abandonment issues can make you push people away. Yes. It can make you um ruin relationships. It it's it's so it's such a large spectrum that we don't even take the time out to examine ourselves yes. and um it's important that people like her surface in the black community you know what i mean people absolutely to have those conversations so yeah i and personally i've met so many females that say a uncle molested me a stepfather molested me and these people are walking around unaccountable you know what yep. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yep. i feel like these conversations need to happen on a yeah. grand scale and, and people need to um heal that's yeah. the only way you're gonna heal is you know like in restorative justice, the the wisdom of the circle is listening. Right. So um, the conversation and the listening is the, the hugest piece about it. You know I mean? Right. I love healing circles. I got trained yeah, yeah. in that a few years ago. So yeah, and I've never done one of those. Right. I want to try oh, that. Oh yeah. I do them virtual right now. So, so talk about the healing circle. What yeah, exactly? So for people things, who don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Um, elaborate. The healing circle is like basically pretty much um it was it was developed in. Chicago. A, a couple of people in Chicago came up with the concept of doing um circle. What, what is theirs called? Circles and ciphers. Okay. And they um they take the young youth from Chicago that's out in the gangs and and it's they do restorative practice, which is instead of going to jail, they'll go to the circle okay. and they'll talk about their crime and they'll uh-huh. talk about the healing process. <laughs> they'll connect with the person who they victimized and have a conversation wow. and, and, instead of jail. <clears throat> that's amazing. You know what I mean? And it, and it works. And they came down here. And trained us and uh, me and a couple of people meet Rocky Dud. He's actually training circles. Oh wow, that's amazing. And um, we we did uh, we did these circles and, and people like change their life from them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you may have never even realized that you had never had a conversation where somebody actually listened to you. Mm-hmm. You know, with connection. You know yeah, I, mean? I think that's where it's you. It's so many tragedies that take place and so many things that happen based off of miscommunication. For sure. You yeah. know what I mean? All of if um, I want to say shout out to our boy Andre McCullum. Um, that w- what's that song you guys? The video um that he put out, the one we play all the time, "Heal the Hood." Um, did, have you guys seen that video? Definitely. Uh, have you? Do you know who Andre? McCullum is no, he's here from he's from toledo he lives um on the east coast now i believe him and his wife mm-hmm. um and shout out to his wife her birthday was yesterday happy birthday brie um but they um he's he does music and he's also um he also has his own insurance company he just does everything yeah. but he made a song called hill the hood and the whole um the video concept was two guys who were one was going in a store one was coming out they bumped into each other and it showed like the um, process after the fact of them like they went they basically got into a fight one immediately went and got a gun they got to shooting and then it showed the process of like they kept going for each other's hood so like um, all these young black men kept dropping you know and it showed it was showing like the different lives of the men that were dropping but then at the end of the video he did like a reverse back and reverse back to the scene at the store uh and instead of them like fighting and 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 it going to that way they just like bumped each other and was like oh excuse me mm-hmm. dapped it up and kept going and then it showed like all these lives that could have been saved off of them just 
just yeah. communicating yeah. and giving a dab say oh my oh, bad you know yeah. instead of it turning into something ugly and that video was so powerful yeah, and it's it gone Speak pretty much gone viral it's yeah. like all viral it's gone all over the place and and he i just thought that was so dope of him like you know there's not enough of our young black men who are influential who yes. are making mm -hmm. those types of statements Positive. you know with their music and um i just thought that was really dope and it is. It's something as simple as a conversation a lot of times. You know what yeah. I mean? Just because, <clears throat> excuse me, this person didn't grow up where you came from and you didn't grow up where I came from and we just don't understand one another. Mm -hmm. You know, we it's don't, respect. you know, and all it could take a lot of times is one simple conversation, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. to avoid some, some tragedy, you know? And um, so, yeah, I feel like, you know, it definitely has to be something that happens more and conversations need to happen more. And, and I love that idea. That's, that's so powerful. I can, I can imagine that that's much more effective um, than, you know I mean, you, you see, People cry. You see people um, find themselves in these situations. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's an honor to be a circle keeper. I'm a circle keeper. Yeah. It's, a, it's an honor. That's so to dope for you. you what don't you do, do Dave? So in the uh, history. Right, right now, um, I work with the uh, juvenile justice system. So I get like three or four kids that's, in, that's incarcerated right mm -hmm. now. And we meet every Thursday. Every Thursday. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Other kids are welcome, but right now it's just, just them. them. But y'all been awesome. doing it virtually. Yeah. And the history yep. goes back so much further than just Chicago. They actually Definitely. developed, I want to say, out of South Carolina. Like our wow. ancestors out of South Carolina. And it was something that people caught a hold of and then continued to do trainings and things of that nature. Yeah. So that's something that's really you know centered in our community that we don't even realize the history behind yeah, it. I wasn't to familiar. Be able to it's based it. off of the African circles that happen. And right. we do we do um libation the libation ritual where you take um something and pour it into the um plant in the middle of the circle you you bring someone to the circle who you love and you, you use their value it's it's deep it ain't, I love it ain't that. deep. Yeah, that's I, so I dope definitely it. it's deep though yeah, but it, you know really a lot dope. of people if they experience something to that nature they would heal in a whole nother level yeah you know I mean? we don't even understand how much right now the world is the mixing pot is mixed to the point where we can start healing now yeah you know what i mean yeah. so we all experienced enough of trauma in 21 to realize it don't it's matter what walk heal. of life it's time, it's time to, heal. to heal you know what yeah. I mean? yes. find absolutely. out where i need to heal and find out where you need to heal and let's see if we can meet or help each other you know what i mean yes. absolutely that is cool. oh man that's I'm powerful i i love this conversation yes. and um i i want to say again thank you yeah, i'm staying loyal to, to to the task and to everything that i'm doing and got going they understand the community receive it um it's just a blessing for real. all the organizations that i work with support me on my groundwork you know what I mean? yeah so, that's yeah. amazing that's and amazing. you a, that's the opportunity that i see you know what i mean yeah. yes um talk more about the arts commission and people who don't know anything about that and like if if you know if there are people out there who are like well i would like to get involved with that or i would like to you know work with him or work with the um arts institute like can you elaborate more on them and, and well, how you got involved with them well um i worked for the arts commission when i was 16. you know what i mean uh i worked for a, a program called y'all and it changed the, the direction my life was going. Right. So um, the person who's my director now was then an instructor. And I, I was having a hard time connecting with the people at the job. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people don't know when I was younger, I was like waiting in the streets. You know what I'm right. saying? So okay. mm -hmm. I was having a hard time connecting with the arts. You know what I mean? And beautification. I'm teaching them re revitalization and things like that. So in the future, black people will keep getting left out of these conversations because they're not pursuing it. That's a lot right. of it's an illusion that, that they're being left out purposely we're just not pursuing the creative industries because we don't know exists when right. kids doodle when they're a kid eventually it goes away instead of them knowing 
You could be a graphic designer. And turn that into, you yeah. You could be an uh, mm-hmm. illustrator, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because so, they just don't know, like exactly. you said. Yeah. So, yep. And we, we need to start paying attention. Your kid is at home drawing every day. Get them into the artist sector. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there's opportunities and there's uh, contests and, and things that they need to be affiliated with. It, don't, it doesn't matter if you go to the School of the Arts. Yeah. You don't make it to, I didn't make it to the School of the Arts. I went to Bowser on an art scholarship. People don't know that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I tried to go to the School of Arts and I got denied. So some lady was like, you such a sweet kid. Let me help you. And Aww. she got me in at Bowser. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's that's how it is. We got to connect these kids. You know, yeah. and um, like the Arts Commission is an art agency. Like right now, just just um, a couple of, like, like last week, a, a artist relief grant was, um, it's an artist relief grant for artists who were impacted by COVID. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's over a hundred, it's about $450,000 allocated towards artists wow. and arts organizations. So you can right here in our community, right here in our community. That nobody so, knows about yeah, this money Jesse, do we know about this? You know money so if you were impacted by COVID, you can apply for these grants. Right. If you're an organization, you can apply up to ten thousand. If you're an individual <laughs> artist, you can apply for twenty five hundred. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's so amazing. go to yeah. go to artscommission.org and uh apply you know uh, just apply thank you thank you for putting that information out there because like you said that is the problem i think you know there are so many of us that we just don't know we just don't know you know and um if you don't know you just don't know you know what i mean so i again i salute you my brother like you're always out there uh, always selfless like i try man that's all never complaining i mean he's just everywhere you know what i mean doing everything and so i i salute you for that um because there's so many other things you could be doing with your time you know you don't have to do these things and and i appreciate you for that you know um you know he's he's got kids all over the city (laughs) and i I love that you gotta work harder in the streets and and i I may have realized that before a lot of people and um but i got a lot of supporters and people who stand behind me and you might not see them people but they there yeah Yeah, for sure for sure it it need to be more yeah it need to be more because the, the violence and the things that's going on in the city, um, we can't wait for nobody to do them. We gotta we gotta fix it ourselves because it's internal issues for real. It's yeah. not, you know what I'm saying? So um just keep working hard. Everybody, yeah, if you absolutely. out there, if you need my help and my support, look me up. I ain't really hard to find. I ain't turning down nobody. So where can they find you? Um, let me see. Just Google me, gutter Dave. Oh, excuse me. Google him. Go to my Facebook though. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm really responsive to my Facebook. You can call the Arts Commission office and ask for me, you know what I'm saying? Um, you can call the Junction Coalition, all the all the people who I'm affiliated with. I'm I'm responding and we all responding, you know, to the community needs. So Yes, absolutely. Yep. That was dope. Yes, that's so dope. Um, Like I said, I say it all the time. You know, we have so many dope people in our city doing really great things. And um, it makes me proud because there was a there was a particular point in time where I was, you know, I couldn't wait to get out of Toledo. You know, I couldn't Mm -hmm. wait to graduate college and I was going to L.A. and I was becoming the next Oprah and I was never coming back. You know what I mean? But you experience real life in the real world. (laughs) And uh, I came right back. Home is where the heart is. Yeah, I'm gonna go back home. (laughs) Your home is where the heart is. You know, I've been. Uh, to I've lived in LA, I've lived in Atlanta, and I've lived in um, Phoenix. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that I won't ever move again, but I always end up back here. You know, um, mainly I think it's because my mom is here still, and she's rooted here. She's not really going anywhere, and and my mom is my everything. So I always end up, you know, coming back because she plays such a big role in my kids' lives. Um, but. Having been, you know, to different, especially bigger cities and, you know, experiencing some of the things I've experienced and meeting some of the people that I've met, 
you know, it's refreshing to come back home sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, what I will say is, you know, there are, you know, a lot of flaws in our city, you know, just like any city, there's, mm-hmm. there's the drawbacks, but, um, one thing about Toledo that I know that I realize moving to bigger cities and being in different places that I can appreciate about our city is we are real. Like it's a real raw city here. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like when you go into these bigger cities, especially places like LA, New York, Atlanta, it's such a it's such a facade, you know, everywhere mm-hmm. you go, everything mm-hmm. you do, you know, everybody's more than what they are. Everybody's, mm-hmm. you know, somebody, every you know, it's like I feel like when I come back home, I'm always brought back to ground zero. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it's it's just a, this is a humble, humble place. Idea. You know what I'm saying? And um, I don't know, you know, like I said, there's things about it, about the city that, you know, we all, you know, we have tragedy here and there's things going on, but it's like, it just makes me want to be, want to want to be here and be a light, you know, because it's like at the end of the day, this is home. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? This will always be my home. And, you know, we just have to um, find a way to just rebuild our own community instead of trying to run away, you know, and yeah. thinking that it's going to be the the grass is going to be greener on the other mm-hmm. side because it's not. It's not always greener on the other side. Yeah, we got some big hearts here, man. We got some yeah, big hearts here. Absolutely. And, um, and people are people aren't people are more susceptible to work together here that I've seen in a lot of places that I've been. You know what I mean? Like, it, say if something happened in Salido, you get the right hearts in, in a forefront, like, it really makes something shake. You know, yeah. like, Duncan for the Nations is a prime example. We do that every year. Yes. You know, it's been 11 years, and people come together and make that happen. It ain't no one person. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. I uh, want to, again, say um, thank you to everybody who participated in the Duncan for Donations um, event. And like uh, Dave said, this is, they've been doing this for 11 years 11 now. Years and ago. I didn't even know that. I was like, wow. Yeah, like, you know, years. so um, like you said, I mean, throw out some of the names of the people who are with you, you know, putting um, that on. Cause we definitely don't want to, you know, I mean, we don't want, yeah. we want to yeah, give people the credit. So many for, from the years, like, you know, we started off, Damon Hogan was helping out a lot of, uh, Burger Devon Fagan, he was helping. He yeah, always shout out been to there. Burger. He's always um, definitely Alicia Sims, always been there. Kenny, always been there. Um, let me see. Shout All out the to artists, Kenny. man. The artist is the big thing to me because the artist is the, the draw. Yeah, you know the artists they selfishly selfishly draw um, their fans and their uh, their supporters, and they come be a part of this. And, and some of them are so uh, humble that they don't even want no recognition. You right, know what I'm and I'm just like, look. You gotta, cause this is inspiring people. So you yeah. gotta participate like that. Yeah. You know I mean? So some of the artists have been there from the very beginning. Like it, it tripped me out to see. Um, did you see Little Ducey? Little Ducey was the one who he he rap now. He's an artist now as well. He had on the blue shorts. Maybe he yeah. was the youngest person. Yeah, there. he was the little. So he inherited this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause we all, I've seen a lot of the, a lot of these artists grow up from being in the streets on a whole nother level where they don't think about representing anything right to now like you know i ain't gonna do this you know what I'm saying? I've, just, I've seen beefs get squashed right no i was yeah. just gonna say yeah, that yeah. like to be able to see the you know the direction that their life could have went yeah, you know yeah. versus where it actually went because mm-hmm. of the fact that they were able to be involved and participate in something so positive yeah. you know that's amazing yeah, so yeah. thank you for that yeah. and thank everyone thank um yes. again thank i thank everyone in the city because 
you know, the McBrayers and, um, you know, like you said, um, Burger and I mean, I Kenny, I mean, it's a lot of people in the city that are doing a lot of things. I would be sitting here naming names forever, mm -hmm. you know, so um, we want to say thank you to everybody who makes um, takes out the time to just give back yes. when and, and not expecting anything in return. You know what I mean? Because um, that's. It matters. We need that in the community, you know? Yes. And um, we so, appreciate you guys. Yes. We thank you guys. And it was the Dopey Back. Welcome to Cloth Talk with Rob Lewis. We bringing you nothing but exclusives, all the interviews, all the backline stories, all the stuff you don't hear and see every day. And every guest that you see on the show, they cut from that cloth. No, everybody ain't cut from that cloth. So sit back, enjoy the show. Cause I ain't had no one to call when I ain't have a nickel All I wanted to do was ball like I'm Donovan Mitchell But soon as they see you up, they jump in pictures with you They keep it real, I ain't flicking it with no bitch, nigga A double up or set me straight, but I'm trying to get triple My little bitch, she mad I'm busy, but want a rich nigga How that work? See you tripping, can't book no trip with you Nigga, my whole life changed when I stopped sleeping on myself My whole bag changed when I start getting it by myself They wanna knock me off my pivot, but that's too bad cause I'm the ref do it for the coach, I ain't crippin', but shit, I'm coasting. Nigga, keep joking, I hit your bitch like emojis. And I ain't heartbroken, it's cold and nigga, it's swollen. That pain wake me up every morning just like it's Folgers. I'm in my bitch whipping, I'm driving it like it's stolen. Hitting the back streets like a key in the trunk. It's fuck the rollers. Cause I already told you what I do if they pull me over. I'm trying to shake the game till I bubble just like a soda. Think it got them silent cause the OGs never coached us. Everybody rap, but I got dreams to be hover. Okay. So if I got a Rockefeller, Rock it's just a lifestyle. My nigga, come get a taste. Right. 3,000 in my pocket, but still use the microwave. Cause life feel better when you say. They will come for you. They will rob you of your balloon and ask you to smile. They will come for you. They will come for your magic. They will come because your heart glows in the dark. Because you were familiar but not the same. Because there is love in your throat. Because every nine months you give birth to a soldier. They will come for you just in case. So put your dreams in your front pocket. Use the ones before you as anchor ones and erase the sun. The oppressed outnumber the oppressors. Protect your magic. Freedom is on the move. And they will come. 
I remember nights I lost my mind, punched my wall, tossed my mouth, couldn't even pray. I ain't no god. Two months left, material to test. Logo on it, I had forty dollars left. One twenty-five, two, give me fifty. Did it fifty times a day. Asked Philly, then I hit the stage. Now I kinda busy. Then we cop the store. Shit getting silly. You can be up, you can be down. Shit full circle. Look who you around. Fuck all the money. Who gon' lead? Off with his head. Too much greed. Mikey in the window, watch Alfredo die. When I cut you off, that's what it feel like. Uh, holy war, choose your side. Like I'm from the shots, do a die. Should've been on, what in my time? Niggas still don't wanna see me shine. That's why I don't wanna speak sometimes. Had to pop a bean to ease my mind. Still gon' win, nothing's left. Know it, cause I lost everything else. Probably pay my mama for my funeral. That's just how you know I kept it real. Shouldn't give a fuck how niggas feel. Niggas' feelings never pay the bills. Got the press and started popping pills. Even popping niggas when it's beef. Mama probably still ain't went to sleep. I, I remember pops died, watched dudes cry, then I lost my mind. Hey, okay. <laughs> good okay. morning, good morning. Welcome back to the all new Rise and Grind morning show. Shout out to our boy Rocky Dunn. Yeah, he <laughs> That's had a us dope track. here. Um, thank you to everybody tuning in. We see you guys on the live. Um, thank you to everybody who can't see us but can hear us um, on uh, Spotify, you know, uh, iHeartRadio, and, and all of the other platforms that we're on. We appreciate everybody who tunes in every single morning. And we hope that you guys are enjoying this uh, show this morning and this conversation. Again, joined by our girl Jasmine and my boy Dave. Um, and, you know, we're talking mental health and um, therapy and, you know, just how much of a need it is in our community. Um, you know, just going back to Jasmine, um, you know, for people who may have just joined the show or mm -hmm, didn't get mm -hmm. a chance to hear, you know, um, who you are. Talk a little bit more about you and um, your family and, you know, just what you have uh, do you guys have anything coming up as far as um you know concern with your conferences and stuff is there any other information you want to get out there so once again um born and raised in Sandusky Ohio moved to Toledo in 2007 um and just have since been here I am a licensed independent social worker with supervision designation that's a long title but <laughs> basically I, I can practice on my own and I can supervise those who are looking to become independently supervised, uh, independently licensed social workers. So I okay. uh, started Blessings in Disguise in 2017. Therapy was never a part of my plan. Like when I went to school, um, I went to Case Western for my master's in social work and all the classes started being about therapy. And I was like, I didn't sign up for this. What did you I originally want to do? I just wanted to get a raise at my job. <laughs> you had to have a master's in social right. work and you had to be licensed. So what were you doing before? I job. did case management. Okay. I was doing case management. Um, and so there were like times where um, different jobs would open up. And my supervisor um, at the time, Brandy, she was so amazing. She is so amazing. She would always be like, you know, I wish I could hire you for this position. Like you've got all the skills and stuff, but you just don't have a license. And so I was like, all right, well, let me go back to school. So right. I did. But, right. How long did it take you? Um, Two and a half years. Okay. Yep. Two and a half years. I got pregnant in the midst of that. And they tried to tell what me. What was your bachelor's in? psychology okay yep um so they tried to tell me like i wasn't gonna graduate on time and all this different stuff and i was like i'm gonna show you i'm gonna show you right, right? Yes. so i did i still graduated on time got yes. my license shortly after um like i said congratulations yes. Yes. um a year later we started to practice and it's just been up from there um i love what i do i love seeing african-american women come in and sit in my office and 
take that journey to healing, right? It's just, it's so necessary. And I wouldn't be who I am without some of the other dope therapists that are in the city, right? So um, I went to um, Carter Thomas to begin with. He was my first therapist, but Deborah Rayford, Lashana Thompson, uh, Warnella Hollingsworth, Andrea Hill, Cecil Holston, um, Tracy Warren. There's so many of us, Sierra Farmer. There's so many of us in this community who have been a part of the journey. We all, one of the things is we all support one another, right? So I'm referring clients to them. They're mm -hmm. referring clients to me. So if you ever need a therapist, like there's a few of us out here and especially mm -hmm. within our demographic. So I just wanted to make sure That's that amazing. I uh, shout them out as yes. well. Yes. Um, but like Shay said, um, January 1st through the 7th, we are doing um, believing even bigger challenge. So the week of Thanksgiving, we did the first believe bigger mm -hmm. where we wrote out, um, all of the big things that we wanted to see, see ourselves accomplish, yeah. right. Or see ourselves heal from whatever yeah. the case may be, but those big wild dreams that you just sometimes we get in our own head and feel like, yes, you know, God, you're showing me this, but can yes. I really do it? Yeah. I want you to write it out. Right. Yes. We prayed over it every day. Like she said, I gave a word. And so God was just telling me, like, it's time to keep it going. It's time to go even bigger. So once again, um, you can go ahead. You can start, get your journals, yes. start writing out all of those big things that you are believing God for in 2021 and beyond. Um, the first or the seventh, at, you know, more details are coming, but that's just really where it starts. And so, um, you know, we're believing, we're getting our mindset right. We're, you know, 2020 was a rough year, right? Yes, it, for it everybody. could have taken us out. I know a lot of us have <laughs> yes. dealt with, you know, mental health issues that we hadn't seen before. Just, you know, being having to stay to ourselves, yeah, you had time. being grounded. Like, yeah, yeah, you had time. Financial loss, job yeah, loss, yes. changes, all of those different things, right? And so, even though it's been a a year, let's just say it's been a year. I just believe that if we have the right mindset as we go into 2021, yes. that 2021 can be an amazing year, no matter the new strain of COVID or no matter what's going on. Like if we get ourselves together, the opportunities are limitless, right? Like 2020 for me dealt with a lot of loss, dealt with a lot of things in my own personal life. But when I stayed focused, I kept my mind right. I kept my faith right. You see, I launched the book. I still had a conference. My business didn't suffer at all. You know, just so many different things. And so I want to be, once again, that testament to say, as long as we do that and we have the support of one another, yeah. we can make this happen. Like yes, we can absolutely. see 2021 be so great. So that's what's coming up for uh, me and my businesses. Yes, amazing. That is so amazing. So where can people find you on social media if they don't already have you? Yeah. So Instagram is j.lynn, L-Y-N-N dot A. Um, I'm on Facebook, Jasmine Lynn, or you can um, like my business page, Jasmine Lynn Enterprises. Um, you can also go to my website, um, uh, blessingsindisguise.com. Disguise is spelled D-I-S-G-U-I-Z-E. Shout out to Jesse for my amazing logo that is still yes. cheering around the world. So that's <laughs> still out there. Um, but yeah, that's how you can find me on social media. Yes. Awesome. Uh, and back to you, Dave. Do you got any uh, events coming up anytime soon? What you got going on? Um. Okay. Let me see. I know. Um. The Stop the Violence. I'm. I'm the coach. One of the co-chairs of the Stop the Violence Committee for the um the, the City of Toledo's Initiative for Human Relations Commission. Okay. We got a couple of um virtual events coming up. We we're pl we're planning to try to do. We we did the series of hills during um the last couple of months. We did one a month. It was called Hill. 
where we um, collaborated with community leaders and police officers and firefighters and all these different. We try to we basically was trying to build that community, that village uh, mentality for for 2021. And um, the next now we're at the next step. You know yeah, that saying? was a great event, by yeah, the way, well, too. We thanks, were also at that you event. For, you and Martrice for coming through. Y'all <laughs> blew yep, away for um, real. one was also yep. there. Yep. So that was a really, really great yeah, event. Yeah. They was like, hey, can you call her again? I'm like. <laughs> We got to put her in the budget. We can't do it. <laughs> so, I love you. Yeah, dope, I love you. But yeah, you know, um, anytime you call, I'm coming, Dave. For you sure. know that. I appreciate that. Yes. So our next step is trying to figure out how we can um, help organizations plan virtual events and yeah. get better success. Yeah. So we want to do the groundwork of saying, what what would you like to see in this virtual event? Um, how long is too long? You know what I mean? All these mm -hmm. questions that we're not asking people. So that when you're watching a Zoom, you're not paying attention. You, you're not paying attention. We need your attentive yeah. ear because this is the only thing we got right now. You right, know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. I'm sick of Zoom, but yeah. but it's what we what, we got to do that for the, our elders and the people who are being affected by COVID, Absolutely. not just the people who um who are feel okay. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. yeah, that's where we at, and we wanna we wanna figure out how to successfully do um virtual events, and that's that's our mission right now. And um, I, I work with a group. We, we still haven't named yet. We did a, a survey, a youth survey. And I'm talking about the results taught me so much because we don't ask kids what they want. We don't yeah. ask them how they feel. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we did this survey of about 150 kids. The children's service was involved. Uh, Pathway was involved. Um, Brothers United was involved. And, like, the results from this survey is phenomenal. If you want to hit me up, I'll send you the, the results of the uh, survey. But the, the kids didn't want to they we, we asked them questions, meaningful questions like, who do you want help from? Um, who do you go to when you need help? Right. Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And the answers were so opposite to even a person like me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm on the ground with youth. Like shout out to Soul City Boxing. We always got kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I think that I know kids on another level. You yeah. Know what I mean? But yeah. what they were saying was not what I thought. They, mm. they were saying things like they want to get help from their parents. They want to look to their parents for help. Wow. So you just imagine like wow. you living in a world where these kids are out here in the streets and they want help, mm. but they don't want it from nobody else but their parents. Mm. So now we got to figure out how to heal the parents and how to train yeah. their parents to help their kids. Because yeah. they bringing their kids to us like I can't help them. Right. You know what I'm saying? So You know that's what? That's so right powerful yeah, that, that you is. said that and so important because um, I think, you know, um, we talk about, you know, fatherless children right and um you know there's motherless children out there just like Shay talks about she grew up without her mom you know so we're not gonna sit up here and act like you know it's not on both yeah. sides it's definitely on both sides mm -hmm. but I would say it's probably more um you know more announced or more it's more prevalent mm -hmm. with the dads yeah but you know I think um us women too maybe like a like not even just with the women but like I think so there's not enough um, emphasis put on, like Dave said, we need to heal this parent. We need to heal this father. Generational You know healing. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah. it's not just about the fact that they just don't want to be a dad a lot of times. I mean, maybe there are some out there who just, mm -hmm. you know, are just whatever. They're just, but even if they are like that and they're in that moment, why are they like that? Mm -hmm. What is, what has caused them to detach from their own yeah, blood and their own learned seed. behavior. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. A lot of us learn abandonment. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? We, we learn. Um, I, I was talking to a young guy, like, you know, my, my dad used to leave me sitting on the steps waiting on him. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that do something to you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. After so many times. 
and look at me. If I grow up and, and I do that and I, it's normalized in my head, mm-hmm. I might forget. Like, cause I got a godson who I used to treat like my son. You know what I mean? And and, and say I, I I can't come today. He'll be all right. You can't think like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like even in the gym as boxing coaches, the kids get attached to us. We can't right. just leave them like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? They they we're you're building a foundation to relationship. Right. And, mm-hmm. and if you abandon a child, you can change them for the rest of their life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. It's things like that that these men don't understand. Yeah. They don't understand how much these children are their responsibility. Shout out to my dude Lane. I I, I look up to Lane when it comes to being a father. Shout out to I'm Lane. I'm not a real father, but it's it, the idea and the concept. Like when I was like, man, this ain't my kid. I'm taking care of him. I seen how he was with his the guy who the kid that was like his stepson. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like he had a song and it was like, um, even the fathers just stepped up. You know what I'm saying? It, it inspired me. Like this, it don't this kid. It ain't his fault. His circumstance ain't his fault. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's up to yeah. me to, you know, be there for him till he need me not to be. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I was there for him until he got a relationship with his dad. And I was cool with it, walking away from it. You know yeah. What I mean? So, yeah, shout out to Lane and shout out to... I, I know some super dads. I yeah. ain't going to name yeah. all of them, but I know some super dads. My my cousin, Twan, my uncle, uh, Jan, Dirty Kicks, the photographer, uh, Mike. All I know some super dads. And yeah. they always inspire me to just be a better man in yeah, general. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Regardless if I'm a father or not. Tracy yeah. too. You know what I mean? All of them. Yeah. So. Yes, absolutely. Um, I also know, you know, I have... Um, guys who I've grown up with who are like, you know, they're my family and um, they're, they're amazing fathers and, um, you know, Jesse, Vic, you know, guys that I'm around on a daily basis. Um, yeah, I, it make it's a, it's a feel good, you know, it just makes you feel good to see that, to see that relationship. And I even talked about yesterday, the picture that went viral on social media with the gentleman who was embracing his son after he had lost the championship game and allowing his son to have that moment and yeah. be emotional and cry it cry it out yeah. it's okay you yeah. know we we kind of grew up in a generation where you're not supposed to be for you for you guys you weren't yeah, supposed to cry. to cry you got your butt beat if you cried I cry right in movies did you I, get i'm you? in a the movie theater like this you know what i'm saying so <laughs> Show them emotions. yeah um, you know you gotta you gotta get those emotions out you know otherwise they get suppressed yeah. and then it's now more stuff sometimes. inside of you just yeah. boiling over you know yeah. and so um yeah, I I love that. Um, and I just think it's really dope. Uh, shout out to all of the great fathers yes. and mothers, you yes. know, who are building those bonds and creating those relationships with their children because we do all have a lot on our plate. You know, we're working, we're trying to build businesses, we're, you know, just trying to survive, yeah. you know, just trying to make it through the day yes. and, um, you know, trying to just heal ourselves so that we can break these generational curses, you yes. know, and um, it's an everyday struggle, it you know, is. so definitely um, we just have to continue to, you know, like Dave said, we have to get these kids, you know, we have to be the ones because, you know, it, it, it starts with us. If we don't do it, you know, then they're going to, they're going to fall by the wayside and you know the kids are our future so and it takes a village it definitely sure. does kids are, definitely it's made does. by two people yeah. but to raise them it definitely takes a village for us who don't know and we have even like you said with the abandonment issue that's so funny um me and my sister we share the same mom we're three years apart i'm the oldest and when it comes to abandonment issues she's easily to detach whereas me i'm ready to attach to everything mm-hmm. and i always find myself trying to keep things together and she's definitely opposite she don't like to get attached from nothing because she always just feel like it's gonna get left and for me i'd be like let me just hold on to it mm-hmm. if it doesn't leave me mm-hmm. so it you know different things we might all went through those type of things but it affects you in a different type of way Absolutely. and you see those and i have kids and she don't so it's like 
different for me also trying to be a mother. We don't have a manual to this parentship. So, and for me not to have a woman. So I am harder on my kids because I was raised by a man. And you know, men are definitely harder. I wasn't the daddy's girl. I was definitely protected. I was definitely shielded. I was definitely mm -hmm. kept at home. So, and I can see those ways coming out. But I also now as being older, understanding what my father went through as being a single father, working two jobs and mm. not really being there. So he didn't have that balance. So for me, I want right. to break that generational curse right. and break those type of things because my kids will be parents one day as well. Absolutely. And I don't want them to be like, well, this is what I got from my mom. I want to show them that it's okay to be healed. So I'm trying to figure out what are the resources for me? My oldest daughter is about to be 12. We bumping heads. No, we can't right. have those issues. I watched an episode of Ayana Fix My Life mm -hmm. and I seen one of the uh, Shay Johnson. She's I saw that home. one. Mm -hmm. And when I watched that, was that I was like, yeah, that was no, deep. that's what one of the things where I was saying being 50, being stuck in your ways. I can't be that mom. Yeah. I want to be able to recognize it. I want to be able to take mm -hmm. accountability that it yes. is my fault for things too. And it's things that yes. I need to work out mm -hmm. on. So if I can start now, my daughter and my kids are mm -hmm. the millenni uh, millennials, you know, they are the ones coming up. So they yes. need to be able to show it's okay to get that healing. And then yeah. with me having a son as my youngest, I always feared of having a son because I was like, in case his father left like my daughter's father's left. I'm not a man. How am I going to be able to raise this yeah. guy to become a man? And some people, so many people would be like, you know, this is my kid. Don't tell him what to do. I'm embracing the positive male role Absolutely. models that could be like, here, let me spend a couple of time with him because it Absolutely. is girl dominated. And so I don't want to have that fear of my son being so soft, but it's okay for you to show the emotions. I mean, I was yeah. the women. I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. have too yeah. many men in my life, for real, for real. Right, but That's you know that'd be thing. something that we yeah. think of, like, oh my God, I don't want my son to be soft and soft and no show, no emotions, right. like you said, but they have to be able to show those emotions. He have right. to have balance um, in his life. A lot yeah. of times with, you know, with parenting, with us watching our parents or grandparents, we see the fruit, but we don't see the root. Mm -hmm. We don't see what they went through, what made them that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. One of the things that I realized in my grandfather had to point it out for me. I was raised by my father as well. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that we talked about in the time before my mom passed was none of the women, the women. So my mom was raised by her dad. Wow. I ended up being raised by my dad. Wow. Um, and so it was, you know, being able to put those pieces of the puzzle together, as well as seeing that my mom dealt with a lot of hurt. She dealt with a lot of hurt from, the relationship she had with my father, you know what I'm saying? And, and all relationships go through anything, right. you know what I'm saying? So I'm not bashing either side or anything, right. but it was those things that she went through that affected our relationship and how we were able to connect. And yeah. so we had a lot of up and down times yes, because and she hadn't I mean. healed from certain things, you know what I mean? And so it took for those moments to put in perspective for me, how I wanted to raise my, especially my oldest, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because her father and I aren't together anymore, but she's with me. You know what I mean? And one mm -hmm. of those fears that I always had was, was my daughter going to leave? Is my daughter going to go with her dad? And I was like, nah, that stops with me. Yeah. Like, I'm going to raise my daughter right. because, yes. you know, we can no longer have that. But I had to get an understanding of what my mom really went through. And so sometimes we have to realize, and I tell you know my clients this all the time, is our parents didn't have manuals. They didn't, they just knew they, they were doing what they thought was best. And yeah. sometimes in doing what's best, you hurt some people. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But as long as we can take, learn the lessons and move forward and grow and become better and be better for our children or like, you know, they being better for the children in the community, yeah. that's what matters. Yes. Right. We are breaking the cycles. And so I just say that to everybody to just 
you know, take a step back and look at what your family has been through. And if you don't know, ask the questions, you know, mm -hmm. respectfully, like, what is it that you went through? How can I get a better understanding of you? Because then that builds relationships that, you know, with us, you know, who are still working to build better relationships with our parents. We're Absolutely. not waiting until we get to that casket and wondering the what ifs and why didn't I? We can take that time now and do it. Right. Yes. Um, I thought it's interesting what you said, Shay, about you and your sister, um, because that's kind of like the same dynamic with me and my sister. You mm -hmm. know, um, me and my sister also grew up without our father and my sister attached very quickly to you know the love mm -hmm. of her life which you know i mean she is still with him now you know they've been they've been married now 20 years and they wow. got together when she was 14 they got That's married good. when she was 19 you know all of her children are with him and i'm like the complete opposite <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. so to say the least so um you know what i mean she um i detach myself you know really what i'm quick. saying really quickly and then um i have this thing where and I just really realized this, I think, since I've been in therapy um, that like, you know, I've said over the years, like, you know, oh, you know, these these guys ain't this and they ain't that. And, you know, and it took me a long time to really realize and, and come to the um, reality that like I have come across good men. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and the sad part about it is, no, yeah, like I, I, I did know, you know what I mean? And and it was like whether it was subconsciously or not, you know, I saw them being a good man and I knew they were a good man and I would get scared and I would be like, uh, mm, that's too I much. Don't I don't know if I'm ready. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. And I didn't want to hurt that person. You know, like I had more respect and more love for that person and didn't want to be the person to hurt them. So it's like, you know what? Mm, let me back on up. So, you know what I'm saying? And then the relationships or the men that I did give the energy to were people who I knew weren't no good, mm -hmm. yeah. but it was like, I was like, okay, well, you know, well, we, we both ain't no good. So let's just be no good together. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And it's sad. It's yeah. not, it's not a good look. You know, it yeah. took me through a lot of, you know, pain. It, it took me down a road of, you know, promiscuity. It took mm -hmm. me through a lot of things that I'm not, you know, I made a lot of bad decisions, you yeah. know, but it made me ultimately the woman that I am today, you know, and now I can look, back at things and, and now going into, you know, um, my womanhood and, and becoming, you know, whole and, be, you know, now figuring out exactly what I want in a relationship and a man, you know, in my life, just period, you know, now I can see things clearly, you know, when yeah. they present themselves, you know, it's, it's, um, you have a different level of awareness. Now. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So, um, you know, I just thought that was funny that you said that because it was the same thing with me and my sister. Like, I've always kind of been the person to um, just detach myself really quickly. Like, you know, I, I sometimes I do get attached quickly, but I'm quickly so detached removed. as well. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I'm like, I don't care how hard it hurts. I don't care how bad, how many nights I got to cry myself to sleep. I will wake up and walk past you like I never met you. You know what I mean? Like, and that, that goes back, uh, can deal with uh, like the fear of rejection. Yeah. yeah. So rather than Absolutely. you, you it's, saying you don't want me, yeah, I'm I'll say, say I don't want you. It's all that yeah. too. Yep, yep. You're, you're right. Yes. You're so right. It's See those crazy. therapist skills coming out? Yes, girl. <laughs> yes. I got to make me an appointment, me girl. Too. girl look, I already got, her I got so much to say. Yes. Look. Yes. But even picking it back up, you said, you said you have, you know, came across a good man and you was just like, hold on. I'm also a part of this prayer sacrifice and action group um, mm -hmm. on Facebook. And she was saying like for us to be programmed and we are so used to being in trauma and drama and stuff like that, we have to learn how to live healed. Yes. Or, you know what I mean? Like if you that's... don't know how to learn healed, 
everything is gonna seem weird and you back up off and of I it and you want to stick to what yeah, you know but I think that's, that's my biggest hurting challenge you. and so that's my thing that i yeah. want to be able to learn how to live heal now now Absolutely. i want to be able to take everything that i've learned and put it into action because faith without works is dead so mm -hmm. you can tell me all the skills right now if i don't put it into my own recipe what good is that doing yeah because it doesn't feel normal it doesn't feel right but that's normal to be able to have a man to open the doors for you make sure you're okay them pouring into mm -hmm. you and you stop trying to fix them and we're used to yeah doing that so it's like okay well let me reverse and let a man be a man opposed to trying to take over and i mm -hmm. did that a lot too so a lot of times uh, people want to, um, they want their mirror in front of them to reflect their trauma. It makes you more, it's more convenient for your your, your mirror in front of you to right. reflect trauma. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So you don't want the mirror in front of you to look like success. You know yeah. what I mean? So mm -hmm. you got to tell, you got to visualize what that success look like and see yourself in front of you in that mirror. You know what I mean? Yes. Mm -hmm. Because the trauma, like we, we chase trauma, we chase childhood trauma, we chase uh, the bad in our parents, the, the mistakes that our parents, mm -hmm. we yeah. look for them in our significant others. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of those things. That's because it's more convenient. Yeah, it's not. It a is. It's not the challenge that we want. <laughs> You're the right. Challenge that we need is to to look for success. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. And uh, like what you were saying with your uh, sister, like a thing that I teach in my circle is, um, to look at the values in people. So like you love you, your sister is someone you love, right? Mm -hmm. Look at the things you love about her and the values and carry them with you in your everyday life. Yeah. So you may not be um, look, look. Matter of fact, even deeper, you can look at your your challenges, which is the things is negative about you. Mm -hmm. um, look at them as like challenges, and, and the things is positive about you. Let them be your values, and say to yourself, "I may be stubborn, but how does that help me?" Yeah. So in a situation where stubbornness, um can affect you negatively bring the value of someone you love and make it positive you it's know what all about like you don't feel alone in this world it's yeah. a lot of people in this world who love you and if you value them correctly you will never feel alone yeah. right so that's one of the things i teach in my circle and like that's you said deep. tapping into those things too because you know you may be someone like you said who's stubborn but you could take that stubbornness and you probably would make a great negotiator you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's yeah. like you know yeah yeah make your I, negativities benefit you yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. i say challenges call them challenges not negative because challenges yeah. can be overcome. i like that i like okay, that yes okay i like that Good looking. Appreciate well, it. thank you guys again to uh, for tuning in. We appreciate you guys. Yes. We see you guys on the live. Want to say a special thank you to everyone. I see my boy Marcus Matlock on the um, live. Thank you for tuning in, Marcus. Shout out to you, Tyree. I see my girl Courtney Oswald just um, tuned in. Shout yes. out to you, mommy. Thank you for tuning in. Yes. Uh, who else? Breezy. Breezy. Is she out there still in Cali or yeah, she came she, back she yet? she kicking it. She I'm, out there kicking it. I'm so days, jealous. Breezy. I'm like, listen. We're going to have to get on her next Breezy's Wednesday. Cali. That's one of my <laughs> favorite places yes. uh, tj johnson what's up tj hey tj shout out to jamel um okay jamel Carter. jackson says leah renee what y'all think about this stimulus package that just got approved that gives israel 500 million and the average american just 600 dollars? would love to know if y'all have an opinion about that see yeah, and you that's know, what he was talking about that yeah, little Jamel, bit yesterday. Thank you for that comment, Jamel. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, um, we we were we were talking about that. We talked about it actually yesterday. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Jamel, my thoughts on the stimulus package. I mean, we all know, like, it's. <sighs> You know, I could go on about this forever. You know, like it, it's 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 like I don't want to complain, but you know what it's I mean. Like you gonna take it for sure, but then it's just like to get a cut. It took almost a year to do that. Like yeah. it's crazy, and all these other countries have definitely been getting their packages together. They definitely have been keeping their unemployment 
to a certain level, it's just crazy that we had to wait so long. And there's so many people suffering. And when they get that, that's still not even going to yeah, it's, it's, some of the debt that they're still getting. That's barely a, a house note. That's not yeah. even a drop in the bucket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's important so, to do your research, though, because there's been a lot of grants and a lot of things out there oh, that you don't know about. You know what I'm saying? Okay, drop the bomb. Okay, drop the bomb. Like and the, that's why like we the artist relief grant. That's why we have people coming in to give us some tips and let us know about it. You dropped that new little grant in that we didn't know about that, so that was good. But Yeah, shout out to a couple artists that I see on the live that just tune in. My boy Mike Fees and my boy Plara. Hey, Juan. I see you, Grand Day. And um, so for people who are just now tuning in who maybe missed out on what you were talking about, uh, go back to that. What What is this um, so, this uh, the art so, resource um, that you're talking yeah. about? Like the dope thing about it is the, the city um, on an elected official level recognize that artists make a difference. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And what we, what we do to the community. Excuse me. What we do for the community, it, it, it contributes to the vitality of the city. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for them to recognize that is kind of dope. It's, mm-hmm. No, it's really dope. Mm-hmm. And they, they allocated over uh, around $450,000 to artists, mm-hmm. independent artists and artist organizations. You can go to theartscommission.org and look. Like, as soon as you go to the page, there's a link for it. So y'all need to um, go there if you're an artist and utilize that money, put it to work. You know what I'm saying? Because if you were impacted by COVID, you know, this is for you. Absolutely. You know, a lot of artists were living off of stage money and and different things. And they're affected by it. Yeah, because they can't travel, can't Mm -hmm. perform, Mm -hmm. can't, yeah. Uh, Shout out to our boy Lane. You were just talking about him. And he, um, I I think he just tuned in. So, you know, he might have missed what you said earlier. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I tell him all the time. Yeah, Yeah, you know. We got uh, Breezy on there, Axe and Gutters. He put put the eyes up because, you know, he's probably like, what's this Uh, grant you talking about? So, you know, thank you for sharing that resource because, like you said, there are so many of us um, who don't, we just don't know. You know, Mm -hmm. we're just ignorant to the things that are out there and we don't know. And so, um, having someone like you in the community yes. um, connected to different people, you know, um, that we aren't connected to and you you can share these resources with us. That is huge. And yes. it's um, we appreciate you. So. Um, so, yeah, if you guys uh, weren't familiar with this grant, definitely where can they go to look up the information? The Arts Commission dot org. The Arts Commission dot org. Um, and you can apply for the is it what's the name of the grant? It's the relief grant. The relief grant. So you can the artist relief grant. So if you are a local artist and um, COVID has affected your business, your you know your brand, um, you can go apply for this loan and it can you know give you a little push start on you know just getting things squared away. So that's a really really dope um, thing. Uh, yes, we will. Yes, Mike Fees, we will post the link um, in the comments for you. So um, thank you for everybody who's tuning in. Um, yeah, Mike Fees says definitely grants available, but the stimulus got people confused like there's nothing else out there but coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you but, know. you know, yeah, you know, uh, like we said, Mike, you know, that the sad part is, you know, a lot of people just we just don't know, you know. And so um, that's I, I think it's really dope that, um, you know, Dave is out here and he's uh, again, like I said, always got his foot to the pavement. He's putting in the work and, you know, he 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 brings these resources. He's not a stingy person. Mm-hmm. He don't you know, mm-hmm. he he wants everybody to win. And um, that's why I love you, you know, mm-hmm. literally from the bottom of my heart. Sure. Like you're such it. a dope individual. And um, shout out to the brands out there, all the creatives out there. Yes. 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 What's this right here you got on right here? Vintage 88. Yes. By my Ashton. 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 Shout, shout out to Ashton. Ashton. Vintage 88. Yes. Okay, I like it. Yes. She was born in 88. 
Yes. I love it. I love yeah. it. Seeing all these brands, man. It's, yes. it's just the happiest thing for me to see. It is. I'm clothes. so proud. Yeah. Like, it's I'm so proud out of everywhere. City. Yes. Yeah. It's so much going on all over the city. Honeybee Collection and Toledo yes. and uh, Midwest Kids and, yes. you know, I, all, Mud Maid. Mud Maid. Mud Maid. And, I mean, just everybody. Um, um, my, boy, my boy B. Wills. Um, I can't remember the name of his right now. I'm sorry, <laughs> but he has a line. Um, uh, my boy yeah, Mike Jesse. has. <laughs> That's what I was saying. You know, grind. Yes, he got the shirt we have our 419 grind yes. line. Um, so, yes, I mean, I'm just, I'm proud of our city. You know, mm -hmm. like we, um, I just remember, you know, growing up here and I I knew from the time I was a kid that I wanted to get into radio and TV and, you know, do all this. Mm -hmm. And I, I never knew what to do. I never knew where to go. I wish at 12 years old I would have had, you know, Some this resources. type of thing. People saying, yeah. come on right. in, come do, mm -hmm. you know, come, come in. The door is open because that's pretty much what we say. Like, we're here. Um, you know, for, you know, creating a space for, um, you know, creative minds to come and do their thing. But more than that, we want to open up our doors to the youth. You know, we want mm -hmm. to provide an opportunity for these kids to, to stay out the streets and have yes. something positive to do. If yes. I can sit in here and teach you about broadcasting and teach you what I know and just, you know, and just give you some inspiration on, on um, you know, going for what you know, like, then that's gonna, you know, that that's that's what fulfills me. Okay. You know, what I'm sound saying? like you're speaking so. something that existence live right now. <laughs> right, right. With uh, radio personality classes. Need comes. you to write that oh, in your journal. You need to write that down. <laughs> yeah. We need oh, to yeah. make it plain. Oh, it's written down. That's coming it's definitely okay. written down. It's yes. definitely written down. Shout out to my boy yes. Dr. Vic and um Sederic, you know, who's a part of Dr. Brian Hall's um media team. Those are two um, dope individuals that I've, you know, encountered in the last year. Um, and, you know, I've been very blessed because, you know, between Jesse and Dave and um, Vic and I've just been coming across some very solid men yes. in my life. And it's taken a long time to get to that point because, you know, that's been my own fault. I've been my own enemy and mm -hmm. I've, I've had my own brokenness and damage. And so I've felt the need to feel like I have to give my physical and, and, you know, the side of me to, to be able to get something from yeah. a man. And you finally grow and learn and get to a place where it's like, no, no you don't have to, to give that, mm -hmm. you know, you can just give the gifts you have and be mm -hmm. the beautiful person that you are and the right people, people. are going to receive that. Yes. And so I've come across men who they're not coming to me for that. They're not l looking for that. You know, we're, we're meeting in the minds of creative space and we're doing business together and we're talking visions and vision boards and what are your goals and what do you yeah. want in life? And these men are stretching me to be the best version of myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I'm, so thankful for that, yes. you know? Um, and so that it's very important to create those relationships and not feel like, you know, um, you, you have to, you know, lay down, yeah. you know, with yeah. every man you meet. It's not, yeah. but, and, and, you know, and there's a lot of young women out there that are, they, they feel like mm -hmm. that, you know, they feel like in order to get that affection, to get that attention, to get what they feel like they need from a man, they have to lay down with them and no, you know, you just mm -hmm. have to come across the right people and you just have to, um, show who you really right. are give yes. your gifts and and your you know use your brain and mm -hmm. you know and realize if anybody can't respect that then they don't need to be in your life and yes. absolutely yes yes absolutely. the word is courage man we, we a lot of us don't have enough courage because we weren't groomed to have courage that's right you know you gotta um take the time out to be courageous absolutely. like on a daily basis you know what I mean? absolutely yeah. that, that'll get you, you you you'd be surprised where you get where you be courageous on a daily basis you yeah know? i i i come to think and have fear all the time, success, all these different things. You know what I mean? But I tell myself I got to be courageous. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So. The magic of big thinking. I'm actually reading that book right now. And it talks okay. about that. Yeah. And I just came across a line that said, whatever you fear, you must do. 
Absolutely. Mm. And, you know, um, that's like uh, one thing about me is like and people people tell me this all the time, you know, that I'm way too honest and, and that, you know, I mean, I guess it is a gift and a curse. You know what I'm saying? But. Um, you know, people are like, sometimes you, you share way too much about yourself. And sometimes you say, and it's like, listen, this is you what it is it. though. If this is who I am. It, you know what I mean? If I say if something and it makes it. you cringe because you're like, Ooh, I'm sorry. sorry. That's those were my thoughts at that yeah. moment. This is something that I may have experienced and it just is what it is. If I can help one young girl yeah. who may be struggling and going through whatever, and she's having the thoughts that I had at that age or she's, you know, whatever, then, then, then that's, that's, that's enough for me. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? If I've said something, you know, and, and put something out there in the earth and people don't receive it or they want to take it and use it against that's me, on and that's on you. That's you on know them. what I'm saying? It's not enough women doing that. Yeah. And that's uh, a lot of these young women are being raised to high, high bones. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's not enough women, you know, stepping up to the plate. Like, Look, I come from this harm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I heal from this. Yes. Um, and for young ladies to be inspired by it. You know what I mean? Like women women um hide their bones so much and that's the world condition them that way. It ain't mm -hmm. no one's fault. Mm -hmm. But um right now I feel like women need to step up and be leaders, you know. Yes, like, yeah. absolutely. A lot of these men are making themselves vulnerable to step up. And women are already leading it, but they're mm -hmm. not being vulnerable. You know, you know what, what I mean? it is yeah, too. It's 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 too many women, um, because society has placed this what a woman is supposed to be and yeah. what's right and what's wrong. And you're not womanly if you did this, and you're not womanly if you made this mistake, and if you've done. And so the problem is there's so many women who have experienced things and they've been through trauma, but they're hiding. You're mm -hmm. hiding behind a facade. You're hiding behind a mask. You're acting like you're this, you know, too perfect little too holier goody two shoes, holier no. than thou. And and it's 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 that's not helping. Are yeah. you and and then and then on top of that on top of carrying that facade, they're judgmental. Then they want to, you know, yes. sit up and, um, you know, degrade or put down the women. The next woman, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Crazy. And so it's like, for me, that's the issue. Like, us as queens, like they've said, there's a lot of powerful women doing great things and they're leading the forefront, but you're not really leading. Yeah. You're in a selfish state, you know, just doing things for yourself, to, for your own benefit, for monetary gain or whatever the situation is. We have to deal with this trauma that we didn't dealt yes. with. We mm -hmm. have to be honest about the things mm -hmm. we've done in life and the mistakes we've made so that our nieces and our daughters and, and these young girls, you know, we can maybe help change their path. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's really, um, you know, what I want to do. If my story can help some young girl, that's that's what I want yeah. to do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, hey, it is what it is. If I if I say some things, you don't agree with it or you don't like it or you're like, oh, well, it just is what it is. I'm, you know, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. But I'm a person who, um, you know, has been, you know, talked about a lot and you know i've i um you know we come from a city in our urban community it's it's a small knit community everybody knows everybody and so it's like you know there was a point in time where you know uh you know i was talked about a lot and you know people had mm -hmm. a lot to say and, and even now i mean i especially now actually right. since you know i'm doing this show now and i i hear people come to me a lot with mm -hmm. things that people have said and mm -hmm. you know oh this person said that and, 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 and they don't want to let you out of the past they too. don't want to let me out the past you know to grow and they still trying to keep you in that circle want that you to stay people want yeah. you to stay in that broken space yeah. so they can keep their finger pointed on mm -hmm. you and that they can keep you Bringing know up your keep past. you down so that yeah. you can't go up exactly yeah. you know yeah. but i'm just one of these type of people who it's like because of the family unit that i come from in the in the support system that i have and the people who really love me are around me like the people who love me and really truly know me like they love me for real like mm -hmm. they hold me down and that's because 
of the person that I really am. Like, yeah, I've made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, I don't always got it figured out. But that doesn't define you. But that doesn't define you, you know? So I appreciate my support system, you know, because that's what's helped me to get through and be able to deal with my trauma and, 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 you know, live in my truth. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's important. Yes. Right. Uh, who else we got so, on here on the live? We put we put in the um we have definitely put the link in the live for you guys. So definitely make sure you guys take advantage of that. Um, uh, go to Hearts or um the Arts Commission. The, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, theartscommission.org. Um, and you can apply for that um that resource. Yes. Um, want to say thank you to Joe for tuning in. Uh, Philip, Veronica Phillips, uh, Tara Lake. Terry Thomas, thank you to all of you. And want to say a thank you to our sponsors, Lima Unit, Lima Umadop and Hotbox. Um, if you would like to become a sponsor of the all new Rising Grind Morning Show, you can send your info to Rise and Grind, that's the letter N, at the 419grind.com. And you can become a sponsor of our show. So we're gonna take a quick break, and then you know, when we come back, we're gonna wrap up the show. Make sure you guys stay tuned for more. What's going on, everybody? This is uh, Lance Self, is who I am. And I am Arlinda Self. And we are the Selfs, and here to present our show called Self Explanatory. Yes, it's our podcast. <laughs> that name. by 419 Ooh. Grind. That name just has a ring to it. Self Explanatory. I feel like we're about to be explaining a bunch of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I feel that's what it's about to be. Well, I think we're going to talk about a couple <laughs> things. We're going to talk about marriage, of course. Okay. Um, we've been married, what, two years now, right? Two years, we've been together for eight. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. That's a long time. Y'all gonna ask what took so long. What did take, you know what, we'll get there. Self-explanatory. <laughs> We're gonna talk about blended families. Yeah. Praying for your spouse. Gender roles. Living with family members. Um, cheating. Uh-huh. Raising kids. Mm -hmm. um, family upbringing. Being there for your spouse. Finances. Um, being a wife and a husband, trying to be together right. and be individuals at the same time, which is one of the one things. Um, it took a while. It's taken a while, it's, but it's, it it's the fun part. We're yep. learning that. That's what marriage is. It's, it's a process. It's, it's a life journey. I like it's not that. an overnight thing. Like yeah, because, you know, uh, I know there's a lot of days where I'm trying to be individual. I get on your nerves because of my individual ways. Uh, I can tell you one thing for damn sure, though. Definitely get on my nerves. It'd it be a lot. She definitely gets on my nerves, but I love her. I get on your nerves? Yes, it's possible. You do a lot. What's wrong? What's the problem? What's, the, what's wrong? Hey. I am Lance Self. And I am Arlinda Self. And this is the Self-Explanatory Podcast, presented by 419 Grind. Listen on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are heard. Welcome back. You are tuned in to the all-new Rising Grind Morning Show. It's your girl, Miss Leah Renee, and I got my girl Shay K here hey. with me. Thank you guys for tuning in to another dope show. Um, yes. Again, we've been joined by our girl Jasmine and our boy Dave. Yes. Um, and again, we want to thank you guys for stopping in and um, chatting you. with us. This has been a really dope conversation. Yes. It's, it's a conversation that needs to be had, you know, as much as possible. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we cannot let up on that because, like you said, we have to just continue to make the awareness bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it takes the work. You know, we have to put in the work. So, yes. um, you know, uh, 
We have um, Shay with the shits. You know, she's definitely going to come with her affirmation. Do you want to do your affirmation first and then do the appreciation? Or do you um, we can do the appreciation first. Okay. Let's start. So what we like to do here on the Rising Run Morning Show is, um, you know, shout out all the people that we're thankful for, you know, that held us down, um, that we love, you know, and everything like that. So we'll start with you, Dave, you know, whoever you want to shout out, whoever you want to show love to, thank yous, whatever. Man, I, I love everybody. Man. <laughs> I ain't even going to hold you. I don't want to leave nobody out, but I love everybody. So, you know, anybody who support, contribute, or pour into me, you know, I appreciate you to the, yes. the bottom of my heart, for real. Uh, I feel the same. I feel like there's so many people. Right. Um, but I guess most importantly, I will always shout out my father. Um, when I was down out running wild and doing all the crazy stuff, my father was always there, has right. always been there. So I give flowers while he's still here. Absolutely. So that's why I'm appreciative. Yes. Absolutely. And you see, I got my little baby boy yes. here today. So, yes, I want to definitely show appreciation and love to my kids. Uh, everyone here at the 419 Grind, I think i um, very thankful that we have the platform to bring people on who are looking for the resources that they need. So I appreciate that. I'm going to be signing up and looking, uh, taking advantage of the resources that I have here in the community. So I'm very thankful for that. Um, and yeah, thankful for you guys. Yes, um, I'm thankful to God for his grace and mercy. And uh, I'm thankful for my mother and my nieces um, because I am a single mother and they hold me down with my kids. Um, I'm I'm moving a lot. I got a lot of moving parts between nursing school and, you know, trying to do this here with the 419 Grind and trying to build my Leah Renee brand. It's, it's a lot, you know, so um, and I'm gone a lot and um, I, I'm not carrying my weight a lot of times at home and they just hold me down and I appreciate them for that my davis family my my daughter's dad side of the family they hold me down even with my two children who aren't biologically their grandchildren they treat them just the same and you know that's just something that's priceless that i you know there are so many women who are in my situation who are trying to build a brand trying to you know do all these things and they don't have the help and they don't have the support and i couldn't even fathom you know not having Mm -hmm. that so i'm grateful for the support i'm grateful for jesse vick and um everybody here at the 419 grind who um is you know helping us to build this build this and do something you know that toledo's never seen before i'm thankful also you know also to have this opportunity and be able to just come in here every morning and do what i love you know um I love to do this. This is, you know, it fulfills me to be able to meet different people every day and be inspired. I'm inspired by you. I'm inspired by you. And I want to be surrounded by people who I'm inspired by, you know. And um, so I'm thankful to each and every one of you watching and listening um, because we can't we can't do this without you. And, um, you know, if, if you guys weren't tuned into this live listening right now, I mean, there would be no reason for me to do what I do every day. So I thank you that you guys tune in to see us, to listen to us. Um, I'm thankful for mama Riley, who, um, I, I love her to death. And we had a great, uh, soulful conversation the other day and she just gives me inspiration that I need. And she pours into me and just all the great women in my life that are, um, you know, just beautiful women and they, you know, they, they are a major part of my life. So I think everybody is too many, like y'all said, it's too many people to thank. I'd be here forever. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. So on a lighter note, I, you know, I like to give you guys a nice affirmation of the day to press forward. So I'm going to go ahead and read mine for today. Forgive who didn't know how to love you. They taught you self-love and self-care. Forgive who didn't know how to treat you as you deserve. Forgive who did not believe in your dreams. They will push you to go forward and self-motivate. Forgive who do not know how to support you. They will help 
self-empower you. I always, it seems like no matter what the show is, I everyone that I pick, it always goes along with always what, we, go talked what about. we talked about. So yes, people out there who might feel alone, um, don't worry about that. You got to connect with the people that you can find to give you the support, the motivation that you need. Um, just take in consideration of those a thousand no's as long as you have two yeses. That should give you some motivation to keep pressing forward. And we also have to realize there's so many people out here that don't know how to live healed. So you need to find and connect with people that do know how to live healed and also be able to give you the resources to help push you forward. Um, it is a strive daily to become a better person. And we just have to be more recognizable about that, taking accountability and getting the help that we deserve. It'll make a better you and it also helped make a better world and help save somebody else. Absolutely. So that yes, was... this was very therapeutic today. Yes, it gave me a lot I, yes. of insight and just gave me a push and a sign to keep motivating that I'm going in the right direction. So I love that. I love this. And we are all healing together. Absolutely. And it's the Christmas time and we're going to bring in 2021 great. I just know it. I Absolutely. just feel it. I agree. Yes. I feel the same so this way. This was a great show. This was a really great show. I thank you guys again for coming in. This has also been very therapeutic for me as well. Yes. <laughs> and I hope it's been therapeutic for all all of you as well um we thank you guys for tuning into another show with us um we're leading up to christmas we only have a few days left yes. so if you have not finished your christmas shopping what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just playing um you know just make sure you guys are being safe out there for the holidays um we got another great show planned for tomorrow um we're gonna sit down with uh mike riley and lisa fletcher from family fitness talk about some things that they got going on in the community and um and then we got a great show on thursday and friday and so um you know Continue to tune in for the rest of the week. And even on Christmas Day, we'll still be here for you. Yes. Um, and also want to say, um, send a shout out to Dr. Breon Hall and everybody over there at Greater New Psalmist Church. I was there last night. Um, um, I'm part of their media production team as well. And um, uh, we were doing some recording and stuff over there. And I just want to give a really big thank you to Reverend Sheila. She's, um, I, I, I just want to talk about her for a couple minutes because um, she's one of those people who just like, always goes above and beyond and she just pours into that church she pours into that ministry and she does so much that she don't have to do you know what i mean and she does it so um what's the word i'm looking gracefully. for gracefully and like she never complains she doesn't do it grudgingly you know what i mean mm -hmm. like she you would think she's really she she always seems like she's enjoying herself to do these mm -hmm. things you know what i'm saying and um <clears throat> I just want to say I appreciate her and I appreciate everybody over there um, who puts in the time and effort there, you know, because they're not they're not there doing it for a paycheck. You know what I mean? They're literally there, you know, to do God's work and just to give back and be there, you know, and support Dr. Brian Hall and his ministries. And um, so I want to say shout out to everybody over there doing great things in the community and make sure you guys watch the Christmas um, special that he's going to have on the 23rd. I mean, on the 25th. Um, and I want to say a happy birthday to his mom. His his birthday, her birthday is on December 23rd. So that was all I wanted to say. And again, thank you for everyone who tuned in. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Make sure you guys tune in tomorrow morning at 830 for another great show. Yes. And any final thoughts, anybody? Nope. All righty. Yes. So <laughs> we do what we do this thing where we blow kisses and we say <laughs> until next time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ah. <laughs> Gotta say, uh-uh, this is... <laughs> <laughs> None of the men have been